Hey everybody, welcome back to Casa Walsh, a Beverly Hills 90210 podcast. My name is Sam and on today's episode we're going to do two. So it's going to be a twofer uh, in one episode. So we're going to start out with season two episode 17 called Chucky's Back and that premiered on December 12th, 1991. So the episode starts out and David is in his radio show and he mentions that there's an annual dance with Beverly Hills High School and West Beverly uh, going on that weekend. So I'm just so confused about the amount of dances they have, but it's another dance. So um, then we see the girls talking in the hallway and apparently Donna is going to the dance with David and Kelly's being really obnoxious. She's like, you're going with David. So she's kind of, and she's like, no, no, we're just going as friends. Um, but you can tell she's like a little embarrassed uh, that she's going with him for some reason. But, and I think also Kelly is not helping the situation. We then see Steve go up to Brandon and he asks him if he's going to the dance and Brandon says no, because he doesn't dance. So um, I guess he's kind of sticking to the no dancing thing now because it's becoming a, a reoccurring thing with him. Um, so I've been waiting for it, but still to this date, he's Brandon. He's danced more than anyone else on the show. But he says, um, yeah, he's probably not going with anyone. Uh, obviously, he's fresh off his breakup with Emily. Um, Steve mentions that he wants to ask Kelly to the dance. And when he goes to ask her, she says she already has a date. He says with who? And then she says with a guy named Chuck Wilson. And you could see that Steve is really upset and he is kind of obnoxious to Kelly about it. He's like, well, he's just trying to get back at me by going with you because obviously they used to go out. We then find out that Chuck was the little kid on the Hartley house with Samantha Sanders, Steve's mom. So he's a child actor and Steve doesn't like him because he said he was always mean to him. They would always get into fights and Steve was always the one to blame because Chuck was the star of the show with Samantha. So therefore, you know, he got blamed always. So he has this vendetta against him since they were five years old, apparently. Then Samantha comes in and she says that they're having dinner um, with Chucky. Chucky is coming over to dinner because I guess they're planning on doing a reunion show. I guess he goes by the name Charles now. So that's something that they're um, discussing. Then we see Kelly's having dinner at the Walsh's and she tells them that she's going to the dance with Chucky. And Cindy says that he looked like Brandon when she was little, she always thought. But um. She says that um, she's known him and Steve since elementary school. So I guess they've all known each other for a long time. Um, and then we see Samantha and Steve are arguing about Chucky, Charles, whatever we want to call him. And um, she just wants to make sure that Steve's nice to him because, you know, without Chuck, they can't really um, do the reunion show and having him come in will help get it done if Steve's nice to him. So she said, you know, Steve says he's always pushing his buttons, but she said, don't let him, basically. Just don't let him get, you know, under your under your skin. Then at the blaze, um, so we were calling him Griffin in the last episode, the kid that's a year younger than Andrea and Brandon, but his name is John Griffin. So I guess they were just calling him by his last name. But anyways, um, John Griffin comes into Andrea and she mentions that, they're doing a Hartley House reunion and 
it would be kind of a good story to do uh, with Steve and with Chucky since they both go to school there. And um, Brandon says that he wants to do the story. John's like a little bummed about it, but Andrea says that Brandon should do it because obviously he's closer with him. By the way, if you hear me cough or anything, it's because I have this chronic cough and it's currently just like killing me right now so it's not coronavirus but it's uh I just had this chronic cough forever and it comes and goes so I'm dealing with it now so if I cough I apologize but uh getting back to the episode Brandon introduces himself to Chuck he's called a different name like in every scene so it's Chucky it's Chuck it's Charles but he introduces himself to him at school and asks him if he can do a profile on him he tells Brandon that he and Steve got along uh, really well when they were younger. He's completely just giving Brandon bullshit. You could tell that he's just kind of an asshole. But he says that, um, you know, they are uh, they always got along really well. Samantha's great. She's taught him so many things. And then Steve, com- Steve comes over when they're in the middle of uh, the interview. And he's kind of upset that they're talking. But then he says that he came over to apologize to Charles. Um, and then he they kind of get into it and he's like, I understand because you're insecure. And Steve's like, I'm not insecure. And he's like, no, it's kind of a known fact that anyone uh, that was adopted is insecure. And Steve, you see, is taken aback because he's like, how did you know this? And he says, everybody knew that. And then he punches him. Um, So didn't really go well (laughs) for Steve uh, after he had to apologize to him. But that's, I mean, that's a dick thing to say because he he said everybody knew and it's just Steve found out obviously a few years ago so he's upset about that then we see both of them are at the principal's office and basically Chuck tells Steve that if he doesn't take the um if he doesn't take the blame for everything then he won't do the reunion show and Steve's like so you're blackmailing me and Chuck's like yep pretty much so then after school Steve tells his mom that Uh, they got into the fight and then he's now suspended because he, you know, it's all his fault. He said that he started it. Um, he's also wearing at home a crew neck sweatshirt. It was like a West Beverly. I kind of want it really badly. It's a crew neck, uh, sweatshirt that he, like he cut off the collar so it's like ripped and then you could see that he also did it at the bottom so I don't know if it was like a belly shirt for him when he stands up but I kind of love it and it looks like it would be really comfy but anyways um he said to his mom don't worry um as Chuck's gonna do the show so it's not an issue also I want to mention I was like looking at Ian Ziering during the scene and I feel like he never got enough credit for his looks. Um, everyone was obviously always really kind of into Jason Priestley and Luke Perry. But looking at him, Ian Ziering was very good looking, I think. Um, but it was overlooked because of the other two. But um, I was like, he's really, really attractive. But that's a side note. So then um, we see the girls in the hallway and they're talking about Steve and Chucky getting into the fight. Kelly makes another dig at Donna about David, just which is just not cool. John Griffin is arguing uh, with Brandon and Andre about the story because he thinks it's like this major news story because they got into a fight. And 
obviously Brandon is sticking up for Steve doesn't want you know the fight to get out there because obviously he knows what the fight was about and then when Andre asks what the fight was about Brandon being Brandon said um it's not my place to say just uh talk to Steve maybe he'll tell you so then the next morning uh at the Sanders household Samantha says that she has a surprise for Steve and I think this is the first time we saw Steve's house or actually no we've seen his room before but we've never seen we're there in like the kitchen now so I guess we've never seen the um the inside of the house um and also so she says she has a surprise for him she wants to take him outside and you can see that she brought bought him a brand new Corvette I think he has a perfectly fine Corvette but she wants to give him another gift so she buys him a brand new Corvette also this is the first time I think maybe we saw it in the could have been a different uh, exterior in the premiere, but the outside of his house has about 25 steps. I think that you need to get up to it's insane. I don't know why anyone would want a house with that many steps. Also, if you have someone coming over that has trouble walking that would be an issue. I mean, my grandmother, granted she's 93 years old, has trouble going to my sister's house because there's like one step. So I don't, I mean, it's kind of interesting um, that they have that many steps. But anyways, she said she got him the car because Chuck signed the deal and she feels that he's a part of it. And then Steve's upset. Um, He basically confronts his mother about how Chuck said he found out that Steve was adopted when he was seven, yet Steve found out when he was 16. And you could see she's kind of taken aback. She said she has no idea how he knows. And he's like, well, she knows. He knows. And she's like, I swear I didn't. I didn't tell him. And I believe her. She definitely look like she didn't know what he was talking about um but then you know Steve being Steve he gets upset and then he said that he doesn't want the car and he is going to go find his real parents and then he walks away and up those uh steps he goes so he'll be up you know into the house in like 20 minutes because there's a million steps but then afterwards, uh, the next day, Steve goes to the Walsh house and Cindy answers the door and she's a little surprised to see him because it's the middle of the day, but he's suspended so he can't go to school. And he kind of just talks to her about being adopted and, you know, saying that, you know, he kind of feels like he should seek out his real family. And, you know, she says it's possible that they don't want to be found. And I think you know, I've mentioned this, that I've had a lot of adoption in my family. And I think it's an interesting, um, it's interesting because I'm not, but my mother was. And she, she said she never really had, um, like an inkling to find her birth family. Um, but she ended up maybe this was like 20 years ago um they I mean it's a long story but basically her family 
found her. They went on a talk show. My mother was born in Greece and they went on a talk show. They were looking for her and basically they put her up because she was, I think, the fifth child and her biological mother died in childbirth with her. So they were poor, couldn't afford her, so they put her up for adoption, but they kind of (laughs) always wanted to find her. And, you know, she ended up meeting them. I actually ended up meeting um, a few of them, uh, you know, last last year when I was in Greece. Um, so it's nice to have an extended family. It ended up being a good story. I mean, she considers um, my grandma, my grandpa, her parents. Um, I consider them my grandparents. But they're still like in Greece, we have like a whole other family, which is really cool to have. So um, it's really... You know, it, it, it's interesting because not every story is like that. So I think Cindy does make up a good point by saying it's possible that they um, they don't want to be found. Um, so it's just, you know, it's realistic, I think, in that. So anyways, um, at school, David tells Donna that either his dad needs to drive them to the dance or she has to drive because obviously he doesn't have his license. And at the same time, um, we see Dylan and Brenda and Kelly and Chuck are sitting together. And Kelly's being obnoxious. She doesn't know what he sees in David. And then Donna says that, um, or Dylan says, you know, who cares? He's a nice guy. But then um, David mentions also to Donna as they're watching, you know, I guess the stigma about going out with a younger guy because he's a year younger than her. And she's like, well, we're just going as friends. So it doesn't, you know, make a difference. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then um, when she comes over, obviously, once again, um, (laughs) Kelly makes a dig, which is, it's like, who cares? Um, And then Brandon comes over and interrupts because he said he wants to speak to uh, Kelly alone. And he basically tells her what happened really with uh, Chuck and with Steve. She kind of really only heard Chuck's side, so she didn't really know what was going on. So he fills her in on that. So then um, we're at the studio. I guess they're prepping to do this Hartley House reunion. And um, Samantha, Chuck, and I guess they have the same agent, uh, is there and they're kind of doing a champagne toast and then she asks uh, how he knew Steve was adopted and you see Chuck kind of look at the agent and the agent's like well I told him because the boys were always fighting and I thought it would make Chuck feel better if he knew because Steve didn't know and obviously she lashes out and she basically calls Chuck a spoiled brat and he is and he's like hey lady like I made this show um you know and he's just a idiot and then she walks out and she says I'm not doing the reunion it's off um so she is making it clear that she's picking Steve over her career and the show. So then we see Steve at the Peach Pit and he's sitting alone and just kind of, you know, in his own head. And then Dylan walks in and they're talking and he tells Dylan about being adopted. And Dylan was like, okay, you know, I mean, he was like, whoa, like, kind of didn't know that. But it's like, also, like, why is that a thing? Like, who cares? But anyways, uh, he gives him some words of encouragement. And when Steve goes home, he tells his mother that he still wants to find his birth parents. He just feels that he has to. And she says she's not going to do the show. Um, she basically 
tells him the reason why she waited so long to tell him about being adopted was that she felt that she didn't want to lose him and that she would but you know now she feels like she's losing him because he wants to find his birth parents Um, so then we see david and donna arrive at the dance and in the car he says that it's kind of a big deal because it's their first official date in public together and she says uh well no we're just friends and he's like oh okay and she's like well I mean I'm I'm excited about going with the best dancer at school and then he kisses her and then she pushes him off and she's like no we're just we're just friends so you can see that she's definitely um she likes him but she's embarrassed at this point which she shouldn't be but it is normal I think for a teenage girl or boy I think it could go both ways to like someone but if your friends are kind of making fun of them and plus he's a year younger you might kind of feel a little weird even though you like this person because as an adult if you like someone you like someone and you don't care what other people think but um you know she's in high school so that's where she's at with that um and then samantha tells steve that um all she knows about his birth mother was that her name is karen brown and he was born outside of Albuquerque. And then his response is, this is a thing that my brother and I have. His response is, well, I have to go to New Mexico. Why I said that was, in every television show you watch, if they name a city, it's always a follow-up with the state or, like, the place. Like, so if someone says... Well, for this example, obviously she said Albuquerque and his response is, well, I got to go to New Mexico. Um, You know, it's like if someone says, oh, I need to go to Sacramento. And then they're like, what are you doing in California? Like, it's always that follow up to specify where it is because maybe they think the audience is stupid or they need to clarify it. But it's a thing. Pay attention to it. Um, So that was funny that that happened. But then... um, He says he needs to go to New Mexico. Kelly shows up then. Uh, Basically, she stood uh, Chuck up for uh, the dance, and she wants to be with Steve. Obviously, Brandon filled her in, so she's feeling that she owes Steve. And she's like, let's go out for a drive. So um, they're in her car, and I think she has like a BMW convertible. She does. And they have the top down, and he says, you know, it's and nowhere else in california or anywhere else pretty much other than california where they can have the top down in december and she's wearing (laughs) she's got this um this like scarf over her head she kind of looks like she's in thelma louise i don't know why she's wearing it (laughs) it's just funny but he's explaining to her what's going on he says he's going to new mexico that night and the bus leaves at midnight Then we're at the dance and Dylan and Brenda are dancing, having so much fun because they're the cutest couple in school. David and Donna are dancing and he is going crazy on the dance floor. He's doing his typical David dance moves that are very, um, I recently watched the Ice Ice Baby Vanilla Ice music video there's a reason why I watch it. It was watching these kids that are really funny. They wa- they don't really know 90s music or anything like that. They were watching the video. So whatever, I watched the video and I was like, 
that's David Silver's dance move. So it's I don't know if it's like David stole this from Vanilla Ice. I don't think Vanilla Ice stole it from David, but or it was just how guys danced in the 90s, but very uh reminded me of Vanilla Ice. But anyways, so they're dancing, going crazy. Kelly shows up with Steve and they're all watching David and Donna. And then at the end of the dance, Donna just plants a big kiss on him and they kind of making out. Uh, David was surprised that she did that. And she looks at everyone and she's like, I like him, get over it. And then she kisses him again, which I was so excited about because David and Donna are probably the cutest couple ever. So they, uh, they're kissing. So they're like a thing now, which is cute. Um, and Kelly just laughed. Kelly wasn't like, you know, ill, which is nice because the rest of the episode, she was mean to her about him. Then, uh, Chuck storms over and he's like, you stood me up. And she's like, well, yeah, you're an asshole basically. And then he is such a tattletale and goes and tells the teacher that Steve's there and he's suspended and he shouldn't be at school. So the teacher, uh, says, you know, I'm sorry, Steve, you can't be here. And then the whole gang leaves with him and they take him to the bus stop to, uh, you know, get on the bus, go to New Mexico. They all give him a big hug and they have this, you know, big, you know, huddle together. And they said they're all family and he gets on the bus to leave. So Steve's going out and looking to meet his uh, birth family. So now for the fun facts and tidbits. The only thing I have is um, we saw... Basically, they showed like a few scenes of the Hartley house kind of showing us the dynamic between Samantha and Chuck. But obviously, they had a, another actor playing Chuck because he's supposed to be five years old. And the actor playing him was, his name is um, Micah Hughes. And if you're around my age in the 30s, you definitely recognize him. He was, uh, he was on Full House as um, one of Michelle Tanner's friends. And he also has a wonderful line in Kindergarten Cop. He's one of the kids. And he says, um, boys have a penis and girls have a vagina, which was always really funny. Um, but he was like adorable when he was younger. And it's funny, his last name is Hughes. And I always remembered, like I looked him up once like years ago and I saw that his father was John Hughes. So um, if you know who John Hughes is, um, or if you don't know who John Hughes is, he did all these um, 80s, these huge 80s teen movies like Pretty in Pink, um, Some Kind of Wonderful, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, tons more. Um, but then when I was double checking before I did the fun facts for this, his name is John Hughes. That's his father, but it's a different John Hughes. So I was disappointed. I was like, oh, it's not that John Hughes. Interesting. Um, but his dad actually worked in the entertainment business. I guess that's why I thought it was uh, that John Hughes, but it wasn't. But yeah, that's it for the tidbits so now the next episode uh, to review is season two episode 18 called a walsh family christmas and it premiered on december 19th 1991 and the reason why i'm adding this with um the previous episode was this was not on hulu so i'm just doing kind of a quicker recap with this that way we're kind of you know uh, in line and in sync with the rest of the episodes going forward (music) 
So this episode starts out and we see it's Christmas time. Everyone's getting ready for Christmas. Um, the Walshes are getting a tree. Um, Steve is in New Mexico. He arrived there looking for his birth family. And he goes to the hospital where he was born. And um, he's, I guess, looking for his birth records. And uh, he, we, he mentions his birthday was May 15th. So uh, we find out that's his birthday, and that's also my sister's birthday, so she shares a birthday with Steve. Um, Brenda got a job. She's working at a clothing store, um, and Cindy is bummed that they're having Christmas in California, not in Minnesota. I guess they, did they go back to Minnesota last year for Christmas? I don't remember, but apparently she's upset that they're having their first Christmas in um, California. So she's kind of not in the spirit for it. And I get it. Like Christmas time, you feel like you want like snow and you want those things. And I guess it's different when you're in California um, or Southern California for that matter. Then um, Andrea is telling Brandon that she's bummed about the holidays because her family doesn't celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah. So I think her father's Jewish and her mother's catholic or but they don't celebrate either really so i don't know why they can do both but i know plenty of people that um one parent is a different religion and they do both so that would make sense to do but for whatever reason she says her family doesn't celebrate christmas or hanukkah um the walsh's invite the kids friends all to come but everyone apparently has plans cindy i think wanted them all there but Dylan says he's going to go spend the holidays with his dad in jail. I guess Iris is still his mom in um, Hawaii. So he's going to go see his dad in jail. Um, I think also this is the first time we see the dad that we know. He's had a different actor playing his dad. And I think this is the actor that we saw that we actually know of uh, Dylan's dad moving forward. Uh, Kelly and David are going to be spending the holidays together with their parents. Um, but, and then Donna's supposed to spend it with her, uh, parents, but then, um, David's dad has to cancel. So Kelly asks Brenda if she and her mom can come. So they're going to spend the holidays with, um, the Walshes. And then this was a surprise and I don't remember this. And this is probably because I haven't seen this episode because it's not on Hulu, but Brandon goes to visit Emily, um, so this was, I guess, since they broke up the last time we saw Emily Valentine uh, for a while. She'll be back, but um, she makes little guest appearances. But this was the first time, um, I guess, he saw her. She's in the hospital. I wanted to wish her a Merry Christmas. And so she's getting help, like psychiatric help, if she's in a hospital um, for, I mean, she tried to burn down his house almost, but anyways, um, so we saw Brand, uh, saw, uh, Brandon go visit Emily, and then Steve meets his biological grandfather, and he finds out that, unfortunately, his birth mother died, so he, uh, he's not gonna meet her, um, I guess that she got pregnant when she was young, there was really no mention about the father, but um, that is uh, to be determined at a later date because that does come up. But anyways, um, you know, he's bummed about that. Samantha Sanders is also invited to the Walsh house because she's alone because Steve um, is in New Mexico. And then it seems everyone else's plans got foiled because they all end up showing up at the Walsh house because 
um, that's what everyone ends up doing. So um, Don ends up showing up there. Her parents got stranded somewhere. Dylan went to go to Brenda's after seeing his dad. And then, um, you know, Mel uh, comes to the Walsh's because he wants to spend time with, um, Jackie and Kelly and David are there. And so everyone's there. And then, um, basically Samantha goes home afterwards and she's very happy to see that Steve is there and they have a lovely reunion and all is well with them. So she, you know, um, he basically tells her that, you know, she's his mother, which she is. So they have this sweet moment. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much the uh, the gist of the episode. So there's not really any fun facts and tidbits for this episode, but I did notice this for the very first time, and I don't know why I'm just noticing this. When you watch the opening credits at the very beginning, you see kind of like a group shot of the gang all together and they're kind of all smiling but look at Andrea she's making the funniest face like they're smiling and she's got her mouth open like it's kind of funny so um just look for that uh when you watch the show um I, I'm just curious what people thought about that but um yeah that's it for these episodes uh thanks for listening uh we'll be back next time with uh season two episode 19 called fire and ice thanks for listening bye